Podcast. That was an intense end there. Yeah, Whitney Houston, Star Spangled Banner. God bless her. Super Bowl 91, troops over mm. Iraq. Mm. Stood for the national anthem. I got to weigh in on this real quick before we get into to our dicks wet. The, uh, the kneeling down of the national anthem, right? It's everywhere. Yeah. Trump created a war between the NFL and the NBA <clears throat> on the front. Let me just weigh in on my opinion of this. Personally, as, as, a, as an American man, when I hear the Star Spangled Banner before the game, I, I do stand because it's customary. It's kind of moving. Yeah. But, but, I would never create a rift or a war if somebody chose to kneel. To me, it's it's a song before a game. And uh, I've said this in the past. I don't particularly, I didn't particularly agree with Kaepernick kneeling. But it wasn't like a be-all, end-all. I, I, if you want to you kneel, fine. I would have a problem with if they just stopped playing the American, the, you know, the national anthem before, you know, mm-hmm. if, like we're just getting rid of it. It's like, well, that, that's kind of creating a problem where there isn't one. But if you want to kneel, it's like going to the bathroom during halftime. I don't, I don't really care. It doesn't, I don't think you should be fired. It doesn't affect my opinion of the game. Let's just get to the game. Let's play. Let's, let's, it's, it's a game. You know, it's not like you're uh, refusing to, uh, you know, get like the Holy Communion in Catholic school in second grade or something. Right. Like, what are you doing? It's like, come on, man. Just, <laughs> that would be do you so agree? Am I wrong? Somebody like, was like in protest of the Holy Communion of right. the Eucharist. You know, it's, it's you're right, though. It's the First Amendment. You know, it's not a law that you have to stand if you don't want to. Yeah. Who cares? Good. Right. You know what? Play the game. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you, man. I, I like right there when you played it, I almost stood up and like saluted um, because somehow we've everyone is confused the national anthem and the American flag as like the soldiers theme song and banner. When it's not, it's everybody's flag. And if a group of people are in pain and have been in pain for a long time and right. they're unhappy about it, they want to do something about it, they have a national platform. And look, no one can say this isn't working or at least starting something. It's definitely starting a movement. People are starting to talk, and that's that's what you're going to see more and more of. Yes. And uh, for people to... You know, uh, we could go on forever about Trump, but I gotta say, I know you gotta get you gotta get back to work, brother. It's like you, you know. I mean, you're worried about football players yelling at people in Alabama about the football fire. Fix the country. Worry about Korea, you know, North Korea. Stop I was, it. I was thinking about if Obama was in office today. It just popped in my head. Like, how would he be handling this? You know what he'd be talking about today? Puerto Rico. The, right. The, yeah. The Puerto Rican, like the 51st state, basically. You know. Yeah, uh, smashed to smithereens. Horrible. And you're tweeting about how Usain Bolt stood for the national anthem one time. I, he tweeted that like 20 minutes ago, I saw. He's got dementia, right? We can all agree that he's unfit for office. Even if you voted for him, I would you're like, unfit for office. I would like some doctor to, to diagnose him, to take a look right. at his orange head. Yeah, the, the President Pumpkinhead. Let's take a look what's inside there. Let's cat it up. But, the, yeah, I just had to weigh in on that because the national anthem, you know, has taken precedence uh, with that. But, you know, I feel like football with the national anthem and what, what is it, CTE, 
Right. The chronic, uh, traumatic, and it's. I was watching Costas on Bill Maher on Friday. Yeah, he, he was and he, great. And he quoted it perfectly. But uh, I feel like football is really taking a. The game itself is kind of taking second stage right now. It's kind of everything else surrounding it except the game. You know, know. you have Jerry Jones dealing with his his players, and you have the the guy that owns the Jaguars, and you know everybody's talking about football, but not like the game itself. It's like all the bullshit right. surrounding it. Oh, there's so, and that's the worst. People always, well, not people always, but if I ever meet someone and you know become friends with them and find out over time that you know they're a big CNN watcher, or they're a big Fox News watcher. I don't know right. If friendship would last that long after that, but you know I find out <laughs> right. that they they're into the news. And I'm over here watching watching ESPN and ESPN2 literally from 8 in the morning until 6 o'clock at night. Yeah, you're an analyst. Because I want to get away from all the liars. That's all they are. It's he said, she said. Like, who, who's – it's just a bunch of liars. Right, right exactly. The news. And, and, and the sports, NFL itself, uh, is the is – the, Costas was saying on Bill Maher, was the, is the highest-rating entertainment – venue you know forum in america right. more people tune into that than anything mm-hmm. so when people dismiss it as well it's just news it's like well no you're 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 speaking platforms to more people than any news channel you can watch right which i never thought of it that way you just think oh it's sports it's entertainment but the the the, the forum that you have there is incredible the agora oh like the dionysus disgusting the reach i um like <laughs> god Bathroom pranks. I need you to go ahead and pick up the cheese. The cheese. The Maybe we can find a clip. We should go to the, the bottom of the ocean more. There's things under there that we haven't even touched. Then there's nothing historical about you that I think is important other than you're just the bad guy. If you lose your zest for the spoken word. I, I, and I, I would, I watch sports to, to get away from the liars and now it's all blending together I know, right? and I, I can't get away. I'm like, God, I've been watching stand up comedy all day. I don't know what's going on in the world because it's just all madness. It's like when you go see like a U2 concert to get away, right. Bono's like, I'm here to talk about AIDS in Africa. And you're right. like, I kind of wanted to relax after the week. Kind of wanted to rock out and not really think about my problems or anyone else's. kind of drunk. Yeah. Twitters. <laughs> At the Underscore Podcastle. Tonight's show is sponsored by Live Web Media. But that's really interesting. And I know we got to get into yeah. your story of your travels and your farting. But I, I have to uh, mention one more thing. On the last show, we ran into a lot. We talked about Sammy the Bull Gravano. And Biscardi, who's a yeah, you know, show expert, was going off, you know, giving a depiction of, of a very insightful education, if you will, on the life of the mafia. And John's comments... <laughs> the end of the breath throughout, and some of the funniest I've ever heard. I listened to the show for the second time last night, and it was just like there's a mafia crime family called the Banana Family, and you're like banana, banana, and I did the whole thing. Just I I I implore you to really listen to that. I um, great. I, f- I finally got to it tonight, and uh, you know I started chopping it up a little, and I noticed the one time he. He was talking about Sammy the Bull, and he's like, he's suffering from a, z- a disease called Graves' disease. <laughs> and I said, or karma. <laughs> yeah, or karma. Yeah, he's suffering from fate. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's suffering from a disease. Yeah, he killed 19 people. He's, yeah. he's going to be suffering a lot more 
in, in the future years, trust me. He, he was convicted or charged for or whatever for, for 19 murders. The serial killer. Did five years and then came out and did like a, a, an ecstasy ring. And now he's out of jail because he ratted out like everyone. There's a serial killer that is on the loose. And like does interviews with Barbara Walters. I mean, oh my God. don't you think some some faction of the government needs to go for the greater good? Just make this make this accident happen. Make his car accident happen tomorrow, and he's dead. I was I was watching. Uh, I mean, how could you let him out? I, he could kill again. He's it, killed nineteen, twenty people. I guarantee you, he will. It's like letting a rapist out. How do you let them out? They should just be gone. They're just evil. They're broken. They're destroyed. It's over. Sorry. Right. Right. Um, it's done. I was watching Joe Rogan's stand-up. Like I said, I've been watching a lot of stand-up because it's just so much, so much shit. Everybody's right, just yeah. fucking yelling at each other. I just can't take it. You have to dice it. And he said, the idea of a president was like a good idea when there was like 50 people. But now... <laughs> There's just too many people. One guy? I mean, what the hell? He's like, because this is before 2017. He's like, we are this close to President Trump. He's like, do you realize that? We're this close. He's like, I want Hillary to win. Just so, after she's done, I can say, see, a woman can't do that job either. Right. Right. You can put it, get the first one in and then slice it afterwards. Yeah. It is funny when you hear that. I was listening to the roast of Chad Lowe or Rob Lowe earlier, like, of all Chad things, because it was like a funny. Chad Lowe is like his, his less talented brother. It's of like course. Frank Stallone. Or, uh, but Rob, Rob Lowe's brother. roast, you know, with like Ann Coulter was there. Who, uh, who was of course. Awful in that. And Jewel. And um, Jewel. everybody was like, yeah, you know, we can't wait till Hillary wins and Donald Trump doesn't have a chance to be president. And I've never really listened to an interview, you know, when everyone said that before he won, kind of tuned out. But it's really interesting to hear that. Oh, no one like, really thought it was going to happen. They didn't think it was going to happen, myself included. I thought, I up until the election night, I thought, there's no way that Donald Trump will be president. No. You know, it's like saying President Carrot Top or, you know, Richard uh, Simmons is going to be president. No, it's a, he's a TV guy. It's not going to happen. He calls him the stern. And then he got a little crazy and dimensioned, and, and that's it. He had a but reality show. Still can't get over it. And mm, right. I just Why? remember thinking, yo, look, he's not in politics. At the end of the day, it's just not going to happen. He may get real close, but it's just not going to happen because he's going to get real close because a lot of people, there's a lot of people that hate Hillary. But because Hillary has been on the inside so long, there's just no way it'll happen. And it did. And it did. It's amazing. And I feel like Hillary, uh, a lot of people don't like her. I mean, myself like included. I'm, I'm not like a huge fan. She's a, you know, I feel like she, I feel like after she lost to Obama in 2008 for the primaries, she should have like hung it up. But like eight years later, she's coming back. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. And she yeah. was, you know, there yeah. in Congress. On, you know, on the administration, um, I don't know. But, yeah, that's that's the oldest argument ever. Right, um, of course. But uh, It is slicing. It's eh. like tra- traveling. So then I got, speaking of traveling, 
So then I got into Joe Rogan's podcast, which I'm usually against all podcasts because I think they all suck. But his is actually pretty Except good. His is good. Yeah, I, I have some friends that have been on his podcast. He's it's actually like oh an oiled machine. Yeah, and he's just a he's just a regular guy. He doesn't try too hard. He doesn't like try to be too funny. He's uh, he's he's good, and he keeps the ball rolling. He lets the guests talk. And the the first episode I clicked on was with Leah Remedy, who's on this yeah. you know sabotaging Scientology tour, exposing it for the fucking like pyramid scheme that it basically uh, is. She's on a crusade. She's been in it since she was nine years old. I, yeah, I didn't realize she was in there that long, but I know she's got a her, crusade, and that is a fucked up organization, Scientology. Her mother divorced, got married to a Scientologist. Ugh. He brought them in. Then, like, when she was 16 or 17, he, he was like, fuck this shit. This shit is crazy. I'm out. And he quit. Dude, oh. that stuff, the, how deep it goes with Tom Cruise. Oh, bizarre. yeah, they have dirt on him forever. But he's like their king. I was on I was on Hollywood Boulevard. There's a lot of Scientology oh, centers so in L.A. There's like three big ones. There's like the main hub, which oh. I used to live right near, and it looks like a futuristic castle, oh, like something God, out of Star of Wars. It's this Elrond. creepy looking thing. Elrond. And then there's a, there's a celebrity getaway. It's like this cool looking Beverly Hills or Hollywood Hills like mansion kind of hotel, like an old. It looks like the dark. What is it? What is it? The Disney ride, the haunted, the haunted mansion. Tower. The Haunted oh, Mansion, the, the, the Tower of Terror. It looks like that. The Tower. Then they, have, like, then they have this like center in Hollywood. Of Terror. And I was with my buddy David drinking some beers. David. Drinking a lot of beers. A couple, couple years back. Down on Hollywood Boulevard, we were walking, and he was he was wasted, and I was trying to like not get us a public drunkenness charge. Intoxication. He was like yelling at people Stumbling. in the car. Oh, jeez. Like, hey, you, you're fat. And I'm like, we got to go. Uh... I got to get your car. So we're walking, and I'm trying to corral him oh, like God. back to my car so I could get him out of the situation. How old are you now? 36. Oh, this is recently? No, this is like three years ago. 36. No, how are you? How old are you? Yeah, that's what I meant. How old were you in this story? Oh, I was like 33, 32. <laughs> I, I was, was trying like, to be responsible. This happened last night? <laughs> this happened this morning. Okay. This Dude, is happening okay. now. That's my point. You're 32. You're in your fucking 30s. I remember after college if a friend was behaving that way, I would just leave him. I was like, well, I, I, think, I can't. You're a grown man. I can't. I, I, don't think I, I don't think I've seen him since, to be honest with you. Good, good. But, I was, but we were in public and I was like, I'm not just going to leave this guy here. So I had to get Should've. him home. So we were walking past the Scientology Museum. He's like, I'm going to go in and get some info. And I was like, whatever. Do not. Oh, do I, I would have totally let him do that. Well, I did. He went in. And he signed up and did all this stuff, no and drunk. they're like, what is your name? And I was like, nope, not yeah. giving you any. I, I completely shut down. I wasn't even trying to be, like, funny. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. So a couple months after that, swim in the same when he was, he was sober, I think he, he was drunk for three months, he, ca he, he called me. And he's like, you know, drunk Clark, I, these Scientology people, like, are relentless. They've been calling me. Non and I was like, dude, I told you. You were drunk, but this is you. You opened up a bag of dicks, and he was like, "They finally tapered off, but they would call him forever, like relentlessly emailing and calling." Dude, the, I mean, the, like uh, harassment at weird, this point. The weird. Okay, so this was like an hour, ten minute interview. After that, I searched for more Leah Remini. I listened to her on Adam Carolla's podcast. Yeah, who, she's hot. Who is also okay, 
I still think we're better than Corolla. Oh, um, completely. But he's good. Um, his, his side guys are useless. They all need to go. Oh, yeah, they're, they're awful. They're like gardeners. And all the weird shit that she talked about in these two interviews are rattling around in my head right So, like, at Tom Cruise's wedding to Katie Holmes, Tom Cruise and the other guy, the guy that's way high up there, he's got a weird last name. Um, I'm trying to blank on his name. Steve Bannon. No. Dick Bitkus. Scientology leader. Oh, yeah, the guy. Oh, David Miscavige. Oh, right, right. You hear that name. Look at that creep. Oh, look him up. He is a strange creep. He is the leader of the Church of Scientology. His official title is chairman of the board of the Religious Technology Center. Uh, Religious Technology. Copyrights of Dianetics and Scientology. Um... Him and Tom Cruise were, like, drinking at Tom Cruise's wedding, and Scientologists are not supposed to drink. So she, she wrote, like, a report on them. Because if you see anyone in this Church of Scientology doing anything wrong, anything bad, you're supposed to write a report. What a bunch of rats. And they kind of, like, crumbled up that report and threw it away. And she was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Just because it's Tom Cruise? I've been here since I was nine. Yeah. And then, you know, Leah Remedy, you know, that wow. that, that accent of hers. I've been That's in this up. since I was nine. And, yeah, Stacy Carosi. Then her, like, head exploded, and she's like, this is all just bullshit. This is all just, like... She saw the light. Nothing. I mean, this guy, L. Ron Hubbard, he wrote, like, a million science fiction novels. <laughs> yeah, he's a wild guy. <laughs> that whole religion's fucked up, man. But I Scientology? listen to all of that on the seven hour drive that took me from Boynton Beach South Florida Biden. to High Springs Campground in High Springs you, and Florida. he was springing up some weed getting high I, uh, I was supposed to <laughs> I was supposed to leave at 8am but I'm I couldn't. Supposed to leave at eight a.m. That's a rough. That's a rough schedule. We're departing at eight a.m. Oh, the trip's already ruined because I'm going to be in a bad mood. And it's a four-hour drive, four-hour and twenty-minute drive. Oh. So, I tell my brother-in-law, I'm like, "Yo, I can't leave at eight a.m. I, I have work stuff to do. I can't, I can't just skip out." Yeah. But I do still leave early. I left at like two forty-five Friday. Yeah. I'm in the car. About two hours, making great time, flying up the turnpike. Yeah. Just crushing it. Getting really close to Orlando. That's like an Crash. hour. That's like an hour and ten minutes away. Oh, it great. So I started getting, you know, like a little right. excited. Right. You know, I'm like, all right. It's going to be me, my mother-in-law, and my stepfather-in-law, my brother-in-law, and his best friend. All right. The five of us camping. Just the five of us. In a camper. Big camper Ooh. that sleeps like six. Ooh, like a little willy dilly. Now, when it says sleep six, it doesn't sleep six foot. Comfortably. People. Right. It sleeps six Oompa Loompas. Yeah, it's six sleep, it's sleep six birds that are perched outside. 
There's only one fat ass allowed inside. What was it like an airstream? Was it like one of the campers that is you're driving the camper, or is it like connected to like a truck? You're pulling it with a with a fifty uh, a Hemi, oh, F four five ninety. But it is a big trailer. Um, but again, the beds are not built for people with you know long legs. Uh, and but whatever, you know, my plan was to just drink. Right a- until I yeah, fall have a good asleep time. Anyway. See the family, maybe have some quiet sex. Because you know they're in the room, you got to do like the the silent sex. Or you turn or on like, like, you know the the History Channel and it's like World War Two and you turn the volume up real high so it's explosions and bombings and and then right. and then and, explosions. And then there's silent explosions. <laughs> That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful to the family. I'm texting back and forth with my brother-in-law. You know, I'm on my way. I'm 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 two hours. I'm halfway there. Then my phone makes like a noise that like I haven't heard it make yet. You know, when you like update one of the apps and there's some weird new feature that you didn't really know about. And it's oh like, yeah, that scares me. I'm like, I'm like, me. So I look at my phone. And I slow down. I I look at the map. The maps app is already open, and it reads. Lane closure, next three miles, no alternate routes. No, actually, it says you're still on the fastest route. I'm like, hmm. All right, so maybe it's... Peculiar. It'll be a one-lane closure, and we'll all just merge into three from four or whatever it was in. You know, we're on the turnpike. Right, we're driving. A lot of lanes. I sit for two hours. Dude, it goes from daytime to nighttime. Oh no! People are getting out of their cars, walking, oh, shit. Ar- walking around, turning the car off. These oh, these lesbian biker chicks go over. Cops are blocking um, exits and like on ramps because people are all like going down the grass hill. Oh my god! To gosh. get onto the other, yeah, you know, get to take the on ramp off, like to go the Dude. other way. It was maddening. That's like Walking Dead. I smoked so much weed. <laughs> good. Because I, you know, I brought a good amount with me, and I was like, I'm going to need this for the ride and for the entire trip. Well, I, I was, like, worried I was going to smoke it all when stuck in traffic. I was worried I was oh, going to run out of gas. Oh, stressful. That's scary. And uncomfortable at once. And, of course, I'm smoking weed, and there's cops not that far behind me blocking that. Yeah, you're there. paranoid. Yeah, so, Rick Scott's going to put the dick and gavel down on you. After uh, sitting still and crawling for like two to three hours, we start moving. Well, I start moving. I was alone. I was speaking for the traffic. I was speaking um, for the greater commonwealth. Um, it's wild. So I keep going. Finally, we start moving. I'm flying. Right. Uh, now it's like nine o'clock. I'm about an hour Hour and a half. Okay. So when I get like 20 minutes away, oh, oh, so when I start moving and I'm about an hour away, I text my, my brother. I'm like, yo, I'll probably be there by 1030. He doesn't respond. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. He's just drinking and he's probably just like, okay, good. He's, he's closer. Right. When I'm like 20 minutes away, I'm like, I, I'm going to stop and fill my gas tank up 
So whenever I decide to get the hell out of here, I yeah, don't you're, even you're have to stop up. for gas. I can just slither like the snake in the grass. Um, Irish goodbye. And you asked me this the other show if I eat fast food, and this is one of the times I got two McChickens. Oh, nice. Oh, the two McChickens. I'm glad I took McChickens, not the pink slide. On the uh, dollar menu. Oh, nice. I don't know how to read that, but I hear it's great. It's a hell of I don't a deal. Know what a dollar menu is. I'm looking at looking around for it. And I'm just like, I, well, hamburger. That's like two dollars. And I was like, oh. I have the same problem, so I just get the McChicken every time. I know it's on the dollar menu. It's always a winner. Oh, nice. All right, McChicken. So, I finish the McChicken. I get there around ten, ten thirty. My brother-in-law is passed out in the hammock outside. Uh, they've been drinking since like two. They set up a hammock outside the camper. Yeah. Nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah, from the back of his truck, he had it strapped to a tree. It's pretty sweet. I wanted one. That's kind of cool. They said he tried to get into it, and he, he like flipped over, and it shot him out. And then he oh, like got up and was like, Ugh. like a premature Jack, like a Jack in the box, premature Jack in the box. <laughs> um. So right, they left. They left at eight a.m. So they got there at two, and they started drinking. And my in-laws, when they got there around like six, said they were doing shots of Captain Morgan. Oh, the sugariest, uh, most hungover, uh, digestive, the most sugary, uh, sugarcane-like aperitif, the, the 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 most sweetest remedy for tomorrow's Irish flu symptom, the, 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 the most stringent, the most uh, apocryphal uh, uh, recipe for the heads. For the heads. Yeah, so you, they're doing shots of rum. <coughs> yeah, yeah, shots of rum. Like, oh. that's the last shot you take at the end of the night. The, the, I think I the did sugar that, like, bomb. once, and I had, like, the worst hangover ever, because it's just sugar. It's a rush of sugar to your brain when you're, like, dehydrated. Right into but your good belly. for them. Good for them. Maybe they can handle it. I, I cannot. So, uh, and his best friend was passed out, too, in, inside the trailer. So I, I sat down. I cracked about five Heinekens in, like, an hour and uh, just nice. talked talk to my in-laws. Just, you know, caught up, told them the story. Dude, at the end of the traffic jam, once it started moving, it was like a good, like half mile of like tr- uh, fire trucks and cop cars and cop trucks what and happened? ambulances. I, it was too dark. I couldn't really see any details. But oh, man. I, 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 when I was texting Heather during it, I was like, this thing better be a bloodbath. Did your maps app, <laughs> yeah, I know, you were looking for the corpse at the end. The you want like a payoff. I want the payoff. Did your did your maps app open up by itself? Because I, I ask you that because this weekend I never use the maps app. I use Waze if I need directions. But I was hiking with Jen and my maps, you know, the iTunes, the uh, iPhone map app, yeah, just kept opening up. And I would like turn my phone off and turn it on. And it would just stay on. And I was like, maybe they recognize that I'm like away from my car and maybe I'm lost. Or it was weird. But I couldn't shut the thing off. And then I got back on like a main road. And it oh, shut off. Oh, like it was like, hey, you shouldn't be here. Were you like in, you know, Compton or something? I was in like the canyons of, of Griffith Park, like Ooh. in the woods. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw those pictures of that hike. Yeah, right. I went on the hike for like the first time. 
Oh yeah, like dude! 30 happy years. birthday! Happy birthday! Sorry, I'm like a day late. Or oh late. no, 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 no! But I, but, but thank you. Thank Two you. days late, three. No, no, you, uh, you, you wished me a happy dick day, but uh. Oh, I did. Oh yeah, that's right. I did on the thread. You did it a dream. I think I was drunk. The best kind, kind of received, but but your app kept opening up, and was it just an accident of of sorts? It like knew that traffic like stopped, but like I had the app open, but like I had my phone shut off because I knew I was on the turnpike for another two hundred miles. So you oh. know, I just kind of put the phone down. I don't want it to distract me, and I was listening to you know uh, Joe Rogan. That's and, what you did. Uh, that's when it made that freak noise, and it opened up the app, the the app right away, and it said. Uh, lane closure ahead. Lane I, closure. I, I want, you know, Zuckerberg or whoever the hell's at uh, Apple uh, to, to, to advance the app. And it, instead of saying lane closure ahead, say, like, you know, decimated bodies ahead. Yeah, tell us what we really want to hear. Severed torso 300 yards. I mean feet because we're using the metric system. Blood paints the highway. Three miles north. <laughs> the sprays of crimson rival that of the old rebel flag ahead due to the seven corpses. Ronald Reagan Highway floods with blood. <laughs> On the eve of Fort Lauderdale, the 101 Turnpike turns red with bad drinking decisions. I was driving to work this morning and there was uh, traffic was being diverted into one lane because there was a cone set up in a police car. And I was like, ah, it's an accident. And it was one car. It was like a single car accident, smashed to bits. And this tiny Asian girl gets out. And I went, ha! <laughs> of course. Contributing like, to the comedy. stereotype. I mean, it's sad. But like, it's just uh, like an Asian girl gets into an accident. It's just her. I'm like, I don't even know what you hit because you're in the middle of the road. Right. There's either hit and run or something. But the, you're in the middle of the road, the and it's just Hulk. you. Yeah, but you got you. So you you got to the the campgrounds, and did you get there? What you said like ten thirty at night. Mm-hmm. So you had like you were ready to unwind when you got there. Was 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 the wife already there? The wife. Did you go? Did you go with the wife? No. Oh, it was just you, dude. There was five of us. It was my in-laws. My in, my brother-in-law, his best friend, and me. Oh, dude, you're a trooper. If, dude. if I was, if Jen's brother, who I love, was like, "Hey, want to meet up camping?" and we're, I'd be like, "Yeah, maybe," but four hours, I'd be like, "That's a tough <sighs> sell, brother." Well, here's the story. Here's the 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 curtain pull before I get to the basically the climax. The major D. The peak. Um, Zenith. Mike and I just planned on camping. And, like, just taking a tent to a campground and just, you know, hanging out for, like, a day, you know, right. no wives, no nothing. Maybe bring his German Shepherd, his beautiful German Shepherd. Ah, oh, best dogs. Riley. Uh, and s- somehow the in-laws buy a camper out of nowhere because they had to move to Daytona, I think, so then now they can, like, travel to all their kids. Anyway, Michael's... Wife tells my in-laws, Mike and John are going camping. That's so cool. You just bought a camper. Oh, yeah. So then yeah, their right. stepdad texts 
Michael and says, I met hey, him. He's a foreboding man. Hey, we're, uh, we're, uh, where are you guys going camping? And Michael goes, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going here. <laughs> Miami. And, and uh, my stepdad says, oh, all right, well, we're going to join you. Oh, so all of a sudden it's a family affair. Yep. So we and you can't, yeah, you got to deal with that. What do you say? It's like, hey, I'm going to go get loose and get drunk with a guy. By the way, your in-laws are coming. Welcome to Thanksgiving dinner on the road. You thought it was the great outdoors? It is. Well, as soon as this came up, I I, I stuttered. You know, I, I, I hesitated. I didn't respond when this news was thrown at me. You sputtering. I, right. well, I looked at the text for like an hour. And then I went down to Heather and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then I got a group text. And, oh, the worst. And I, I know you're not going to believe me, but I, at first I said, believe everything you say. I'm not going camping with my mother-in-law if my wife isn't there. <laughs> and then... Good. A righteous, honest lad. And my, my stepfather responded with just a ha. No exclamation point. No more ha's. Just one ha. Yeah, right. You can't go camping unless the wife's there. Come on. And then he responded again. Okay, so are you serious or, or are we not doing this? And I, I like pace my house. I'm like, no, I have to. Okay. Oh my I, gosh. I'm going to bail and say I'm kidding. You know, I'm going to save this and say that I was just joking. Uh, yeah, of course. Let's do it. I can't wait. And that's what I did. I would have done the same thing, man. Because right, I, just... I, I, yeah, it was like, yo, it's not going to be bad. It's just I really wish Heather was with me because. Well, yeah. What if something goes awry? Look, I would have done the same thing, and I'm with you 100%. I would have done, done 100% the same thing. I, if Jen's mother and, and stepdad were like, let's go out to dinner, the three of us. Obviously, I would. I love them. They're great people. But it's like I kind of want Jen to be there. To you know, it's nice, but I don't want to be like grilled. Yeah. And and some things, you know, you, they they um they mention things that you pick up is a is a, a strife, is a, is a ripple, is a rip in in a, in a relationship within the family that you're oh. not really aware of, and and they kind of divorces. They drop a bomb. Well, just no, just the bickering, the bullshit, the. The, right. the, well, the miniature well, Lori fight. should have picked picked him up, but she didn't. But so don't count on her to be at the baptism. I I was uh, told I was told I was going to be visited in August. Didn't see you in August. <laughs> oh, I hate that. I was like, uh, uh, and you know, obviously, you and I, we we do the worm over those and get out of them real quickly. Oh, of course. Yeah, we can do the macarena over any kind of uncomfortable situation. The electric slide, if we're comfortable. Cupid shuffle over any kind of deputantes in the ripple conversations. Yeah, but that's awkward. But I get it, but you probably handle it with grace. You know, grace. Right. Because uh, you're, uh, but you're I good hate, at weed-bobbing weaving. I hate doing it as um, a 36-year-old. You know, it's kind of like I, I almost want to get into it. And, right. And, you know. I'm with you. We're kind of old now. Where we don't need to... We don't need to you know, weave, bob and weave and get out of the situation because, you know, we're just young kids doing the thing. You kind of want to be like, nah, let, let's break it down. Right. Let's not bullshit. Here's let's what's tell happening. You how it is. Yeah, here, it's, it's just a bunch of rug sweeping and bad communicating. I mean, that's, that's all it is. That's true. Families are so terrible at communicating. Ill communication. It's true. It'll communicado. So then around 3 a.m., I hear what sounded like someone falling on the ground with a thud. Oh, my gosh. 
This is after I passed out at like midnight. So As I, you do. I hear the thud and I'm like, oh, I guess uh, Mike's jumping down because he, he, he came in, I guess, from the hammock and went up into the bunk bed where his he was, uh, okay. where he was, where he was stationed. That was his berth. Where he was perched, that was his sanctuary. And then he proceeds to painfully, dramatically, orchestra, orchestrally, violently vomit every ounce of beer. Oh my gosh! Captain Morgan's, and it wasn't. Dude, I oh. have, and even even Heather's stepdad Bob said to me, "I've never heard anyone throw up like oh, that." And my dude, gosh, it was like he was trying to get his liver out of his body by throwing oh my it. Gosh, <laughs> this was the brother-in-law's friend. No, this is Mike. This is the brother-in-law. Oh my gosh, he would burp, dude. He would burp. Puke and then go. Uh, <laughs> oh, drunk man! Heather said, "What was your first thought when you heard Michael puking? Like, what was the first thought that came into your head?" And I was oh, like, heard it. "I was like, the first thought, like the real carnal first word that bloop right up into my head." She goes. He's such a pussy. And I was like, yes. That's what I was thinking too, but I don't know no. the man and I'm not going to disrespect. <laughs> but I would think that if like, you know, if I, if, if I did that, I would, I would want somebody to think that. Right. I would he call myself a, a wuss. Yeah. So it, it, was, it was at least a half hour of oh, just oh, wow. burp, burp sound, puke sound, and then utter pain and agony. You shouldn't be doing shots, up, man. You can't handle your booze. That, if you're that sick, you just pass out for most people. I said to him the next morning when he was like, well, hold on. Let me let me not get ahead of myself here. Let's not joust it. There is a uh, chronological order. Let me have a Rosacea. Sip. Let me have a sip of, guess what flavor I'm drinking right now, Gatorade? Rusty nail. Blueberry. Dead tooth. Dead tooth. Uh, <laughs> Dead tooth uh, blueberry. Or purple berry. and stained cuticles vasectomy bruise purple <laughs> blue balls scab red from rubbing against your, your jock strap too much during a horny time they get bruised that's a gay uh, football player's mind <laughs> blistery blistery organ grinder dehydrated urine lemon <laughs> Shaved wart. Ice. Um, uh, so where the hell was I? Okay. Uh, so that lasted about a half hour. Okay. And then he, he, I heard him stop, flush the toilet a thousand times. And, you know, it's like one of those toilets that only has, like, just enough space. Right, yeah, it's a I finite like, space here. Go it's outside not... and puke this thing everywhere. Yeah, not... why wouldn't you go outside? I wouldn't want to be near anybody. I would walk like a hundred feet and like be alone. Yeah, throwing out throwing up outside is great. Ah, it's like peeing outside. I prefer. It. I was just gonna say it's only, it's just like peeing outside. I not, prefer going outside. Not, not not pooping outside is not as enjoyable. Not at all. Never done it, but peeing outside, I, I'll do it at a stranger's house. Done it a couple of times. Couple times. Um, I peed in a sink before. Oh gosh, yeah, it's, it's 
daily event. Um, 20 people in the next room watching a movie. So I pass out. All right. Hour later, back at it. Vomiting. Puking his brains out. And I look up out the window and I can see it's not like black outside anymore. You know, it's like the sun is coming up. So it's like poking through. almost like 630. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm outside. I'm in nature. I'm going to get up early and enjoy this whole day. So I get up, nice. and I get some, coffee, get some coffee, and Bob wakes up at 4.30 every day. So he's been up listening to Michael die. Oh, no. So that's when I wake up, and he says to me, did you hear that last night? I was like, yes, what the fuck? And he's like, I've never heard anyone puke that bad. I'm like, where is he? He's like, he's outside. So Bob goes to the bathroom, and I hear Michael and his best friend talking outside. Michael says, hey, um, you can drive my truck, right? And his buddy says, yeah. And he goes, I need you to take me to the ER. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, why? And he's like, I don't know. Something's wrong. Jeez. Have you ever been in that situation where you've said, like, Jen, something's wrong? Uh, Jen said that to me a couple, twice, where something was wrong. I had to take her to the ER. But have you? No, I've driven myself there once, but that was it. (laughs) Yeah. I was. I said to Heather when I was like recapping. I've never done that. I was like, if, I'm, if I go to the ER, I'm unconscious. I, I just try to tough it out. Once, once when I epiglottitis as a 12 year old, I couldn't breathe. Right. That was it. Right. Like yeah, when I had tendons shredded in my leg, I, I was there. But I, I said to Heather, I was like, do you ever imagine me saying like something's wrong? No. I put on a hoodie. And a, and a winter cap, and I <laughs> slither out the back door, and I run. I don't even drive. I run to the emergency room if something is actually wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, like, having a conversation about it. No. I'm, I'm there. I'm I drove myself anybody. 40 miles with a broken toe. I couldn't even steer. I was passing out. I passed out. I woke up and drove myself there. I would never oh. say that. I would just get there. I'd be like, something's wrong. Broken toe. Yeah. Oh, how did you do it? I was filming something a couple years back, and I ran into a wall. The scene was running, and I slipped with the socks on, and the toe was like, it was all like facing the other way. Oh, no. So I drove to the emergency room, and I, I passed out driving there, and I woke up oh. sweating, and I, I still drove there. Oh. But anyway, that's that's a whole other tale. But yeah, I'm with you, man, 100%. I would just, I would just go. So this guy said something. He said he so, like, something's oh. wrong, and that's when I got up, and I walk out, and I go, well, Michael, I don't know, uh, I don't hang out with you every day, but I don't think you normally drink beer for nine hours and then follow that up with shots of warm. <laughs> and I'm, just hung over. I'm saying that, yeah, like, and I'm saying this, like, right real close to his face to make him, like, realize he's just brutally hung over and nothing's wrong. I'm like, ten beers and shots of warm Captain Morgans oh. on top of it, hot sweaty cidery sugary pirate sweaty pirate whiskey rum and and he was like i was like you're not used to doing that on the daily basis right i was like that's what's wrong he's like i think i'm overheated hey you're dehydrated <laughs> i was like now i said you're unhydrated <laughs> you, need, you need some coffee Under. and some water and some sleep and a, and a, and a vicodin and, and, a, and a, some some weed and relax i said you just need another beer the hair of the dog. This is a camping trip. This is what we do. We drink the hangover off. There's no yeah, time. Down the, down the hatch. 
So at 9.30, I opened a beer. Rockstar. Made a, made a fire in the little fire pit while everybody else is kind of like not sure what they're doing. Actually, look at the castaway. my in-laws are just sitting there on their cell phones. Very outdoorsy. Like the baby boomers they are. Absolutely. Those two pictures of the golf course at Skipback. Exactly. And um, I can't remember, but his friend woke up at one point. Then my in-laws were like, we're going to go to Walmart and get some stuff. Then Michael woke up. And by this time, I'm like drunk. And they're like, ah, let's just like take a walk. Let's just go on like a walk. And we right. took a walk, and that's where we saw those trees, those real creepy trees, that picture I sent you. Remember, oh, I was yeah. Like, I saw this. And they were creepy. It was like the village. And it was like a three-mile walk one way, and I was in my flip-flops. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm glad Trooper. they... They didn't tell me we were going like a nature walk. You're going on a preserve walk. You're going on a safari of the feet. I thought we were going on a walk to like the end of the parking lot of the you know, the campsite and back. Yeah, across the room. Yeah, over the street, through the woods. Grandma. House we go. So eventually we walk back, so six miles, flip-flops only. I'm soaking wet, sweating, sober, oh, sober as a judge, and ready to get the fuck out of there. Oh, I'm with you, man. I'd be like, where are the keys at? I got gas. Let's go. Yeah, I was like, nah. And guess what, man? The gnats. Oh, you you had to put on cutter. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's so, not is that like the nuclear weapon of, of insect repellent. Well, there's off, and then there's the more violent one, cutter. Cutter. I know off. Cutter. There's off. Off. off just, then there's nuclear. Off. Oh. Like just stay away. I'm over here. I'm enjoying my beer. You just enjoy just yours. Shoe, Let's shoe nat. Shoe. No eye contact. Cutter is like OJ. Yeah, down the down the, down the throat. Right to the throat. Um, and that was really bothering me, um, constantly having yeah. to re- reapply. And then I was like, you know what? And I really want to sleep in my own bed. I don't want to sleep on that. Of oom- course. That Oompa Loompa King. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. I'm with you, man. No wife and, and that, that situation. I'm, I'm done. So I said to Heather, uh, I, I texted her. I said, I'm going to put my phone in the camper and charge it. I said, you got to text your mom. Tell John to call me. So it looks like she's been oh, trying to get nice. home. So she does that. Boom, bam. I said, I'm being summoned. I got to go. So I go over to my car, pack, all, pack all my stuff. Good wife. Start my car. Doesn't start. Oh, my gosh. What? My car does not start. So I'm like, I, I, I've had this car for three years, so it's probably the battery. Michael, can you just give me a jump? His car right. won't start. Oh my! What the hell? I was like, yo, weren't like some crazy people saying it was like the end of the world uh, a couple of days ago? Like, did it happen? And we're just out here and we don't know. Is yeah. this like the beginning of it the all? Night of the comet. Isn't that crazy? Do both of our cars just dead? I don't know. I would have been freaking out. I would have been like, no, there's somebody's fucking with. I'd be looking in the woods, like, waiting for the hills have eyes to their eyes to appear out. Yeah, and there are no hills in Florida, but the hills here they had eyes. There were eyes. So I'm like, Bob, unhook your truck, get over here and jump this thing. So I'm I'm like, I'm not completely sober, but I just walked six miles. So I'm soaking wet. 
but I'm still kind of buzzed because I've been drinking since 9.30. It's like 6 now. And I'm like trying to get this to happen as fast as possible before someone tries to talk me out of it. Right. Yeah, you don't want to be like, just relax. You're getting tired. And you're like, well, I guess so. And then four hours later, you're like, I should have driven home. This is this is why I do the Irish goodbye because I fear an attempt. The talk out. I, have, I fear the sell on staying. I'm I, with you, man. You make that mistake in in a nugget of conversation where you're like, well, you do make a good point. We could have another beer. You know, let's, uh, I'll stay for a little bit. And then you stay, and you're like, I immediately regret this decision. And, and, and for some reason at that stage, time moves faster than it ever has in your entire life. It's so true. You're like, hmm, that's still 8.15, right? 9.30? What the fuck? I just had a beer. <laughs> what is this? And they're like, you, you got to stay. It's getting late. Right. So he jumps my car, and he's like, how what's going to happen if you have to like pull over or whatever and i'm like well i got a full tank and uh if i just keep the car running i can make it the whole way without right. stopping smart which i've never done before driven that far without stopping once how many heavy miles was it four hours and 20 minutes that's how long it took me exactly oh my gosh 420 i could not have done it i would need to stop like at least once well, dude, after Georgia, it's it was it was nothing. Driving, right, yeah, driving it's a to Georgia. Oh, that's wild. So I drove the entire way on a full tank, all the way down. Had to pee in a bottle as I was driving. Nice. And the the gas tank came on like four miles from my uh, from my house. Rolled. In what the driveway. low gas? Put in a new battery. Dude, yesterday. that is an epic adventure. <sighs> God bless you, man. I said I said to Jen, when you texted me the picture of the woods, and you're like, I drove home four hours, I said, Jen, John's like me. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. after. And I, I didn't know the story. I just said after a night of camping, I would have been like, nope, I'm going to go. I would have left like late at night and just driven the, driven the way home. Dude, that, that's wild, man. That's a crazy And the night, I mean, I didn't sleep. I slept like three hours because of all the puke. Well, and, yeah, I, and I yeah. sat in that seven-hour trial. I was, like, wasted, tired, like, just confused. That's crazy. I was like, there's no way I can stay here anymore. I can't even speak. Yeah, I don't want to do this because it's 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 too much. I need to get home. That words can't form. You get back to West Button. That's crazy, man. It's a wild story. Speaking no more of, camping. Speaking of driving straight through, we're at, like, the 50-minute mark. Do you want to take a break and then Oh gosh. do something? Yeah, Let's take a break and come back and talk about Wentz. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a little. Great story, Sports with John. After this, we'll be back with Sports with John. John. Hey, podcast listeners. It's your host, Clark the Shark here. I'm here to let you know about Live Web Media. At LiveWebMedia.com, you can check out their custom web and marketing. They've been developing custom websites for over 19 years. Great site, incredible company, strong portfolio. Give them a call today at one eight five five Live Web, and just for you, special offer. They are now going to be offering two hundred and fifty dollars off one time, limited time offer, one time discount to new clients strictly from the podcast. Give them a call today at one eight five five Live Web, or check them out online at LiveWebMedia.com. That's so ridiculous. I, I, I got to watch it, which I, I got a crowbar in, too, which reminds me of this new business venture I'm doing. I'm opening up a joint called Biscardi's uh, next oh. week. 
<laughs> Long Island. And Karen and oh, I nice. are doing it. And then I'm doing Hashtag's hot dog stand. So good. Good. Enjoy not getting any money, fucking. Because I'm just going <laughs> to. But imagine if somebody did that to you, though. I'd be so pissed. What the fuck? This is my name. Make sure oh, those hot God. dogs are but, short but thick. Club soda. I'm always curious when people in the bar are like, for you, just club soda. Yeah. Really? You like that? You like club soda? Right. There's so many other options. What? Why? I mean, even if you don't want to drink, you, you, club soda? Right. That's no? what I'm saying. Good Pepsi. Yeah, club soda. Yeah. What do you got, a stain? Do you get a stain in your lines? I don't understand what that means. And we're back. Tweet us. Squid. Brett Katzen jumps in here. Pisses me off that Wendy's never has baked potatoes past 9 p.m. I feel you, Brett. I feel you, Brent. Yeah, they should have that. If you're going to have something on the menu and you have operating hours, that said item needs to be available throughout the tenure. And I mean, it's a potato, you know, like you can leave it out. It's not, it's right. A, it's a veggie, vegetable. It'll be fine. Four hours. Fridge Four right. hours and it's fine. I just had a chicken sandwich from Costco. It Ooh. was mediocre. Any, uh, any condiments? No, I ate it. Uh, I put a little ranch, a little ranch Ooh. on there. No, Sean Green is online. It just popped up. I love seeing when Skype people pop in because it reminds me of the old AIM days where it's like, oh, they're oh, online. Oh, right. no, they're giving away message. Ah, uh, damn. They just came on to put an away message up. Hey, you want to hear something weird about AIM? Flash. I have a friend, Dustin Cohen, who passed away in uh, 2008, and ah. he's still on AIM all the time because I guess he had some setting where he was always logged into his phone and AIM like never shut him off so he's constantly logged in it's like the creepiest thing in the world like his phone obviously is not active anymore or his computer but he's still logged in somewhere in the cloud he never logged off and so he's perpetually on so really weird that is weird but what concerns me more is how do you even have AIM to to know? Oh, I logged. I downloaded it about a year ago at work. <laughs> One of the coworkers was like, "Let's download AIM to talk to each other." It lasted for about a day. Of course, but, oh, uh, we've tried that. We're trying. We're currently trying that right now. The old, yeah, changing. Yeah, you up just go new... back to Facebook, right? Yeah. There's all these third-party apps too. It's like there's Slack. 
and there's this, and you can talk to each other at work. It's like, or you could just talk to each other at work or email. You don't need to download all these like third-party apps to like chat. You know, your boy uh, Benford was pushing Slack on us before, and I, I hated yeah, it, and it, I never. Used it's it. such a dumb. Yeah, we 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 tried that. It was so dumb. It slacks. It's slacky. It's, it's a slacker. It lacks. It in slacks. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't good. But those third-party apps that they're trying to push on you, <laughs> like it, it's not even. It's just dumb. You're just. One... I hate. I hate apps surrounded by around work too. Like get in oh. touch with your contacts more with this card reader, and it's like stop. I I don't uh, want to uh, think about work and like invest more into bullshit in my personal life. To email is fine. The phone is fine. You can text me. We're good. We don't need like more shit. It's right. It's like one big invention, one big great, you know, new spin, new technology advancement produces like. A hundred crappy ripoffs, or maybe like one decent comparable, but like for the most part, it's just a bunch of imitators that suck. Yeah, they're just not good. They're like, oh, we'll just we'll sell ad space and we'll get on Slack. Yeah, we'll be a we'll have a cult following. That's yeah, all we'll have, need. We'll have a big clown circus rivalry, and we'll get all the kids down there to download our shite. Bottom of the eighth from St. Louis, the Cubs and Cardinals, seven to eight. One out, two on. The game is streaming streaming live on ESPN. Oh, that just gave me a chubby. Dwayne Wade plans to sign with the Cavs, sources say. Ooh, moving from Chicago. the Southland to the Northland. All those guys, they're going back to Cleveland. They're all... Gravitating towards Derek Mother Cleveland. They're all going to join LeBron, and it's funny because Melo over the weekend signed with the Thunder. Right. Yeah. Big move right there. Big change. I mean, if big, we're going to call, money. if we're going to call these teams super teams, I mean, there's three All Stars on one team. Yeah. It is by definition a super team. Melo, Westbrook, and and uh, Paul George. And um, I can't wait to watch that team, who I'm going to change to the Oklahoma City Ball Hogs, because those three oh, players yeah. are always the ones that need the ball. So it'll be funny to see them. Yeah, they don't pass it. They're like, uh, they just want to take it. Don't you think super teams are the new norm, though? I mean, yeah. you can't just have one good player carrying some average okay players. You need to have, like, five superstars getting paid exorbitant amount of monies to make a dent. Like That's, like, the new norm now. It's not like 1992. Eight or anything anymore, and it. But it also is like a, like a true evolution of basketball. It's like because I, Magic and and Bird and Jordan were the way they were. It like spawned this, this revolution worldwide of people who want to be like Mike. Right. So maybe we just have more great players in the league. I think so. So it looks yeah. like, but yeah, to win you need a bunch of those those great players and it's exciting to watch it's exciting to see this this metamorphosis exactly of, uh, sport and now this we photosynthesis. have this recreation of the genre yet it's exciting to watch this because you're seeing sort of this uh, genesis of uh, the the exodus of the Deuteronomy of the of, of the sport of the forte you're, you're going to be watching this more and more as you watch the old basketball hoops and the 10 footers. You're going to be seeing more of a uh, more of an evolution. 
<laughs> Nerd 35. Listen to John Matt. So it is interesting. Mello even saying he's going to embrace moving to power forward. No problem at all, because he normally, he didn't really have a position. He just had the ball the whole time. He would bring it up, but he's like 6'8", so he's not really like a point guard, but he always brought up the ball. Or a forward. Ran the offense, but yeah, he's huge, so he could play down low. So if he's going to be power forward, this will be interesting to see Russell Westbrook distribute to the great shooter that uh, Paul George is and the great shooter that Carmelo Anthony can be. Very interesting. Fun sport to watch, too, when those guys are playing. I'm excited. Um, Wade Wade going to the Bulls, or to the Cavs, joining LeBron, not coming back to the Heat like like some people thought he would. Um, People down here are saying, don't hang up his jersey, don't retire his number now. He joined the enemy. No statue. You know, nothing. Oh, they want blood. They want blood. And I'm like, listen, he's going to do a one-year thing here. Try to win with LeBron one more time for old time's sake. And then he's going to come back here and retire. Good call. And yeah, it's like a there. Randall Cunningham. He's going to do a stint with the Cowboys or whatever the fuck he did. And then go back. Oh, to yeah. Those. Did he do that for you? I love what the Vikings. guys do. That. Like Montana. Vikings. Cowboys. Vikings. And then... uh I love when they do that. Like uh, Brett Farr went to Minnesota for like a year. And you know, they want to like just try something new. It's like it's like having sex with a different girl after your divorce, but then getting back with the woman. You're like, I got it out of my system. Right. I'm not as good as I used to be, but I, I did it. Here's where I'm. Here's where I'm coming home. I'm coming home Terrible. to this. Terrible analogy. I just did, but I like it. Bases loaded in St. Louis. Cardinals threatening. Oh, two outs. Over to baseball. Phillies beat the Nationals, who have already secured playoff berth. Yankees mushroom tip the Rays six to one. Mushroom, mushroom stamp. Fuck that up. Crowning. beat the Red Sox, who desperately need to keep winning. They are uh, they're straggling there uh, to keep their playoff hopes alive. Even though, no, I'm sorry, they have clinched. I'm dead wrong. They have clinched. They are in, uh, what the hell is a Z? Z means clinch playoff berth. So the Red Sox and Yankees are in. The Cleveland Indians have clinched the division. The Astros I read that. I love that. I love that. I'm rooting for the Indians for the rest of the year. That's my team. Me too. Strohs of Houston clinched the division in the National League. The Nationals clinch division. Dodgers. Nash, you better get some cutter. Dodgers clinch division. And the Diamondbacks clinch wild card. So there's still a lot of playoff positioning to be had in the National League. The entire Central still up for grabes. Isn't that exciting, though? I wish they had their magic numbers here. Uh, It is exciting. I love it because uh, the Cubs, the Brewers, the Cardinals, uh, I think they all still have a chance. Rockies still have a chance. Marlins are dead. The entire NL East is so bad. 
Marlins, Braves, Mets, Phillies, suck, suck, suck. Suck, suck, suck. Speaking of Phillies, let's go over to that sport that everybody can't stop talking about. When it comes to the flag and a song we play, and just because it means this to me should mean it means the same thing to you. I agree. What do you think about uh, Carson Wentz here, buddy? I like it. I like their team. I'll take the Giants win. The Eagles win over the Giants on Sunday. I'll take that. Uh, we just got to yeah. protect our guys. Got to keep them healthy. Mm. Wentz was mic'd up. And uh, apparently uh, it was for the Sunday's game against the Giants prior to kicker Jake Elliott's 61-yard field goal attempt at the end of regulation. Wentz told uh, teammate Camus Rugier-Hill that he Irish. Would- he would give Elliot his game check if the rookie kicker somehow made it. Elliot came through with the longest field goal in Eagles history. And his parents were there watching. And he, the guy, eight weeks ago, was still trying to get a spot on the team. And what, what an amazing story. No what an amazing way. man. Dude, they yep. seem to, like, love him. You know, like, all the players, yeah. like, all the, everybody, like, even uh, LeGarrette Blunt was, like, hugging him when he was doing his press conference. I just, it's so cool that, that they, was it yeah, the lo- see, football. Yeah. Sorry. The was it the no, longest, fo- though, in, in Eagles history? Uh, longest in Eagles history. I think it was longest ever by a rookie. Uh, what was it, like 63 yards? I think it was like 62. For some awesome reason, I don't have that. Oh, right. That detail in front of me. Um, but right, it was a divisional game. The Giants' secondary is awesome. We all knew that. That's not news. That's not that's not interesting. It's not great. It wasn't a surprise. We knew it was going to happen. Wentzie threw some passes that Alshon Jeffrey should have caught. Not going to lie. Alshon, you dropped a few I would have had. That's true. You were a great tight end. Same with Torrey Smith. He dropped a few. I would have had one-handed if thrown by Joe Judge, who probably that. throws harder than Carson. Against Sacred Heart in Sash. the red zone. Against Sash. Yes, against Sash. Sash trash. Um... And but it's unpredictable when you play a uh, an opponent in your division, a rival like the Giants, and they have Odell Beckham Jr., who's as good as Randy as anyone I've seen since Randy Moss. Oh, he's great. He's gonna get better. He's a freak, man. Can't stop him. It's like impossible. He's incredible. And he's not even like that tall or big, or he's just no. He's just wiry. He can get so wide open, and he can jump so high. I, uh, I really yeah, like his really <clears throat> But I hate his guts. Eagles, Eagles are out here in Los Angeles next uh, Sunday. Playing the Lauer or the Lack? Playing the Lack. Ooh, the Charges. Yeah, the Charges. Hmm. I'm playing the Lack. A buddy of mine selling tickets. They're like 120 bucks. I said, no. I could, I could scalp tickets. Second quarter. For fifty bucks. Oh yeah, dude. Nobody goes to this. That's a drive, though. I'm not. I'm not gonna drive. Oh yeah. Oh no, dude. See, it's just impossible. It's not worth it. it. There's nobody just... there at the games. You'll definitely get tickets, but it's not. Football's better, as you always said, on television. And I love waking up. Well, not Sunday, because it'll be normal time. But I love waking up on Sundays at ten o'clock, ten fifteen, strolling out. Coffee's ready. Grabbing the bagel sandwich, sitting down, watching football with the coffee. There's oh. nothing like it. There's nothing oh. like it. God. 
and it's not cold outside, but you think it is because it's fall and you're used to that. You don't know the temperature, so you're like, yeah, I guess it's cold outside. You're just watching the game. Turn the AC up. You're like, ooh, it's even sunny. It's brisk. It's even. It's kind it's of even chilly. brisker. It's chilly, but it's sunny. I and then you can, I go and take Mac out, and it's 98 degrees, and the humidity factor of 99. It's like, oh. And you're crying. I thought it was. was, it was I thought it was autumn. And it was a long Monday. They take forever, too. Mac was outside waiting for that thing to end. <laughs> Looking at the gals and the guys walking by, just waiting. How about the Chiefs? And, uh, Chiefs are good, man. Andy Reid is going to have his swan song this year, I believe. Of course. After I go on and rant and rave about how Andy Reid is really great at being just not great enough. And now he starts off 3-0, and but just let's all pause. And I want to... I'm going to write down the date here because at the end of the season, we're going to go back to this clip. 926. Even though this uh, Hunt, can't, I can't remember his first name. but the rookie, Oh, the rookie, man. He's phenomenal. He is a beast. I would have got his jersey. He will continue to have a great year. Uh, if you look at the history of the Chiefs, they've always had really awesome running backs. Even Andy Reid himself always has the, awesome running backs. The Nigerian Nightmare, Christian Okoye, Marcus Allen, they have some greats. Shady McCoy, uh, Brian Westbrook, uh, Jamal Charles, incredible. Uh, even Larry Johnson back uh, from Penn State there back in the mid 2000s. So anyway, they're gonna they're, they're nice gonna guy. do what, they're gonna do what they always do. And don't don't worry about them and how good they are right now. Although their defense is tremendous, they're great. Just remember, you gotta do great things, Judd. Just remember who's steering that ship, and he's going to steer it right into a glacier. Right As ahead. he does. As he does. And the other undefeated team over in the uh, NFC, defending NFC champions, continue to hold their crown as the Falcons win on the weirdest play ever. Uh, not ever. But they, the Lions scored a touchdown as time expired, and they reversed the call. And a million people watched that replay over and over and over and said, oh, I don't think his knees were down. Right. His one knee bounced, then both of them went down. And no one was seeing it. It was the most bizarre thing me and my friend were watching. I'm like, you see his knee bounce, and then the two of them go down at the same time further. So he so, was down. He was, he was definitely down. Yeah, he was down. But when you get that close, though, to precision of, of replaying and looking at the – I mean, that becomes a science at that point when you watch. Was his foot out of bounds? Well, you see the part of it was. Oh. It could, it could, it, it, it's so exciting and interesting and sweaty and your palms are hairy. Yes, dramatic. Because it could go either way. You could say, well, he's out. Well, okay, I can see that, but he's in. Well, it's an argument, too. There's really no right answer. I mean, technically there is, but you're getting down to like a fraction of a centimeter. Split and pierce. What's that? Yeah, down to a pube. Yeah, shave the pubes before you weigh yourself, ladies and gentlemen, because you'll lose a couple pounds unless you're talking about somebody else. So it's kind of it's kind of kind of wild. The one thing that worries me about our upcoming game this week in Los Angeles uh, against the Chargers here is that they're zero and three, and we suck. and we just had like a miracle win. So I feel like it's the timing is just it's a. It's, it's what the nerds call a trap game. It's when we should win, they should lose, and and the reverse happens. And it's a stupid loss. We sh- like at the end of the year, you go back and look at it and be like, we fucking lost that game, and that's why we missed the playoffs by one game to Dallas. 
I agree. And That's I was scary. thinking about that on Sunday, how we only, how New York Giants, they were hungry on Sunday, and they almost beat us. Yeah. And they caught up, and it was three, uh, you know, by three points. And I thought of all the games last season when we lost by, like, three points or two points or one point. And I was like, I'll take that win, you know, because uh, at this point, like, I'll, it's not like, oh, we're, we're, I'm scared, you know. We only lost by three points, which you should be. But I will take every win the Eagles can get. And I, my dad called me to wish me happy birthday, and then I called him back, and it was right when the Giants tied. And I was like, hey, the Eagles know how to blow a lead. And he's like, yeah, I'm watching the game too. And it was a mutual understanding of, all right, well, let's get back to the game. So yeah. happy birthday. I was like, you too. Thanks a lot. Love you, Dad. And, yeah. and it, was, it wasn't like, oh, I wanted to talk more. We both just wanted to get the fuck off the phone. And because I called him and he didn't answer, and he called me back during like a commercial. Right. And then the game started. And it was a, this funny mutual understanding of, got to go. Love you. Like, you know, totally cool. Happy to do it. Don't want to be like, Hey, Mom, let me pause this, and I'm distracted, and I'm going to be a bad conversationalist because now I want to watch the game. It was just an exciting game. You hear Aikman and Joe Buck's voice come back and the sound Aikman of the crowd tight. coming back from the commercial, and you're like, all right, yeah, love you too, bye. There's nothing, too, bye. nothing we need to discuss, nothing we need to debate, nothing no. we need to, to rehash. Yeah, happy, we just need to, happy to enjoy birthday. this. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. I love them. Love the Eagles, man. I have the schedule in the fridge. Did you see Aikman last Sunday? Uh, no. High as a kite. What? He did this close-up of Aikman, and his eyes were bloodshot, and he was that guy was high as a dizzle ganger. Well, good dizzle for ganger. him. I'm sure. I mean, I think I he, was happy to see it. He had uh, he had so many concussions towards the end of his career. He I'm sure uh, he smokes the little doobie to get on the air. As you should. And relax his uh, loins. And relax his um, Gertrude's. Relax his uh, Megan Dominic's. Yeah, just his loin. Katie Armstrong's. Yeah. Halsey. The crazy thing is the Patriots barely beat the Texans with their rookie I know. quarterback. They, they, Tom Brady again goes down the field in under a minute to score a touchdown. It's like redundancies. Brady. Brady. Greatest attachment. Yes. Your prediction this year is going to be mm. Bowl is going to be the Chiefs. And it's going to be... Uh... Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I said Steelers last week. I'm already like, okay, they do have all these great players, but it seems like their offensive line Capable. is like Swiss cheese. Like yeah, ben, it's, it's... ben had like no time to throw this whole that whole game against the fucking Bears. They lost to the Bears. I know. The Bears suck. And there's a lot of holes there too, but the Patriots do have the tools if they can sharpen them enough to do it. But uh, you just don't know. I'm just really excited. They lost week one against the Chiefs pretty, you know, decisively. Uh, yeah, you're going to be watching these playoffs with a it's, a, it's a girl cigar in your mouth come January. I know, I know. So who did they beat? They Okay, so they lost to the Chiefs, then they beat the Saints by 16, then they beat the Texans by three. That is encouraging. Yes, that's very wibble-wobbly. Wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble. The biggest bruise of NFL Week 3, in my opinion, is the absolute pathetic performance of the Miami 
<laughs> Dolphins. I, I know, right? I knew you were going to say that. They're just awful. They are. They're not even playing, man. A fucking joke. And they have been since the year after I moved here, the year Brady blew out his leg in week one, and Chad Pennington took them to the division title and won play and lost uh, the first playoff lost game. To the, yeah, right. The Ravens like beat CB them by West, 60. CB West could beat the Dolphins at this point. <laughs> and everyone was like. Let's give Jay Cutler the benefit of the doubt. He could yeah. be great. He looked like he hasn't thrown a football in his life. I know. He's really sloppy. It's almost like he doesn't care. It's just kind of like, Thank what you. the fuck? It's almost like he doesn't care. That's it. You know, yeah. I'm here. I'm going to do what I do, but he's not hungry. He's not hungry is what it is. He needs to get hungry. He said, right, exactly. He needs to get hungry. He He, he said, I, I, I basically took the job because my wife just wanted me to get out of the house. Yeah, thanks. There's people trying to get a job as a quarterback that are hungry, waking up, running eight miles every day, starving, trying to make the passes, trying to connect with receivers, and you didn't want to do it because your fucking wife is cheating on you and wants you the fuck out of there so she doesn't have to watch you. Exactly, yeah, can't you? disrespectful to the fans. That's why you suck. Can't you Dolphins. say? Snowflake. I, I want to I wanna, I wanna put a... A, a great stamp on the final chapter of my career. I never won a championship in Chicago, and maybe I can bring a championship back to the great city, the great, well, the once great football city of Miami, and be your next Dan Marino, or, you know, Dan Marino's a uh, bitch. <laughs> if you'll have me. Uh Titans hanging on there in uh, in the AFC South. The Jaguars, another weird, surprising game. They I go know. over to they go over to London, England, and they beat the crap out of the Ravens, forty-four to seven. Ravens were undefeated. Well, they were two and zero. I saw that too. Nothing. I didn't watch the game, but I saw. I, re- I read that. Just confusing. A very confusing week in the NFL, surrounded by all the madness. Uh, and all the bullshit, um, after we talked about how the games just suck, there were a lot of really exciting games going on uh, during that uh, 1 o'clock hour, Matt. And even the Monday Night Football game last night. It's was, true. It was not bad. Stand no. no. Cowboys. Cowboys and uh, play? Cardinals. They, Palmer, they beat the Cardinals. Palmer came out like they were they were almost up 14 nothing. Then there was a penalty. They were almost up 14 nothing in the first, like, six minutes. Then there was a penalty, so then it was 7 nothing, And then at halftime, it was 7-7. But hopefully, Dallas continues their mm, shifty ways. I think their, uh, their play tectonic ways will certainly be paying off. And finally, I leave you with this. Mayweather. A team to keep your eye on as the MLB Fall Classic approaches. I think Ooh, we're I like, like this, Ginger. I think we're like a week away, actually. Why don't we all just take a gander at the uh, schedule here and find out when the hell this uh, this this glory starts? Because I love playoff baseball. It's really the it's best exciting. Part. It's just like the playoff basket. It's just like all the playoffs in every fucking sport. It's just when it gets real good. Even hockey. Yes, absolutely, hockey. I totally get into it. I totally at least follow right? every score. The team, every... you follow what's going on. Right. 
Uh, I'm going to make more of an effort to get into hockey, too. I feel like I'm missing out. It's, mm. it's a fun sport. to I mean, to see live. On games, TV, it's not that exciting. But to go watch a game, I think it's exciting. In L.A., no, there's no hockey fans that really go. So you can get, like, front-row tickets pretty cheap. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm just going to oh, take yeah. advantage of it because it's, like, an easy fix. Yes. You know what I mean? Dude, that's how it is down here. The Panthers, they're like, buy a five-pack for $6. Right. <laughs> You give us, we'll give you $10 to show up to the game. Done. And cheer for the Panthers. Um, it, so it looks like October 2nd, the playoffs start. And I'm going to give you yeah. a team. I'm going to give you a little yeah. morsel, a little a little, a little ra- nugget, a little raisinette. A crumb. Uh, a morsel. The team to not take lightly. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I know, I know where that dick's swinging. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Did not call that at all. The, not the team I thought of. The Hesitate. The Hesitate. They have some pitchers, and they've got some kids who can smack the ball. I'm very interested to watch what they do. Even though... The old Kurt Schilling hunting grounds. That's true. Him and Randy Johnson brought a championship there. You damn diggity. To that young expansion franchise. And that! Oh my gosh. I, oh my god. I just give me a minute. It doesn't usually happen often. Like, like I can't. Oh, I want to watch TV now. What's sports with John? John? What's with John? 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 What's with John? What's with John? What's with John? What's with John? What if you did? What if you started doing that and you had some perpetual, like, you know, medical condition where you couldn't stop. And hey, Ash was like, John, are you okay? And you're like, I want to do that. I want to do that for like a good 20 minutes until like an ambulance shows up. People are like, oh, there's something wrong with them. And I'm like, now nah, I'm just fucking with you. I just had to get it out. <laughs> get it out. And that. Real quick before we go. Have you, do you, do you follow Floyd Mayweather on, in the news or anything like that? No. Okay, no, so I, I hate him. I, I'm not a fan, but I've been uh, keeping tabs on him since his retirement because uh, you know he's he's so shameless with the money. Of course. So he he's this rich guy that has nothing to do. So rich. So he he bought this house in Beverly Hills, this like crazy mansion, oh, and all he does all day is post photos of like his candy shop in there and his wine collection, and it's just him like posting photos of his money, and I'm thinking. Uh. How long before this guy runs out of money? Ooh. Because he, he's worth like um, probably almost a billion. But remember, he right. had trouble paying the IRS like $22 million Oh, yeah. So you know he like blows shit he, like, and like, hurts. He like doesn't know how to pay his taxes. He like he doesn't, doesn't know have... what to do with all that money. He like doesn't... He doesn't know what to do. So he blows it and he keeps blowing it. And then, you know, that adds up and it runs out and you get low. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to predict and like, the next 10 years you're going to see that guy like filed for bankruptcy because he just all he does is spend money and he posts he's so shit he's kind of trashy he posts these photos of him with like stacks of hundred thousand dollars you know in cash like i got money i'm gambling i'm buying shit it's like yeah Dude, you love a... to spend money and it's gonna go away because you're unemployed now i mean you, you don't have royalties you, you you're not probably not investing in this in anything smart you're buying like candy shops he's a short man Dumb, have to make money with my fists. Fool. Who yeah. learn? Who does or someone does know how to guide him to make money? 
but I'm sure no one has taught him how to save money. And, yeah, I think the making money days are done, unless, you know, he gets money from his businesses. Right. He has a strip club, but I mean... His uh, clothing line and his uh, vodka and his... Uh, his cologne. Yeah. That was a that was a shabby ending to, to me tagging those for John. It's the pales in contrast to yours, but I oh, I wanted to bring that up because I was reading it and I'm just mm. thinking this guy is kind of lonely, you know? He's just it's him like just I I got bought a movie theater and a candy shop and this and you know yeah it's weird dude so it, it, it's a perfect example of a guy that makes all this money and has no idea would never make it in life without boxing like he would be you know on welfare. Or something, you know, he's just not a smart guy. It's right. not a racist. I mean, he's just, you know, he just wouldn't wouldn't be able to hold, like, a regular job. So he doesn't know what to do with it. Napoleon and, uh, Complex. Napoleon Complex. He wants to really show you how big he is with his things. Because he, he is eye level with most men's nipples. Yes, he is very low. And, uh... I, I just... It just stuns me when you have money that you can build... Something that you know you're going to enjoy for, like, okay, at the very most, this candy shop is going to get old in a year when everyone has diabetes. So right. He oh, it's, just, it's in his house, too. It's not like a like a public right, place. Right. It's just like it's a movie theater candy counter. But, like, who's going to go there? Like, it's not it's, it's not like not, somebody's working there. It's, it's right. just for show. It's just bullshit. $50,000 iPad. Or, uh, or um, iPod. They don't even make those anymore. And he has a $50,000 iPod. That's diamond encrusted. Like, it just—it's it's so foolish. I guess to me, I guess the root of it is, if he was giving all this money to charity and doing good things, fine. But he's not. He's like, I, I don't know what to do with it, so I'm buying an iPod with diamonds in it. It's like you're just a stupid fuck. Right. Like that's what I'm saying. It's, he. It's not like he's. You know, the money gets real bad, so he's like, okay, uh, open to the public. I'm gonna start uh, uh, screening all my matches. It's a ten dollar charge. And with that, you get uh, free popcorn. Does that uh, does that popcorn thing even work? Is that real or is it just fake? It's that's, plastic. That's a that's a painting on a wall to look like the fake background of a of a candy store at the movie theater. A soda jerk. Is this isn't this your house? I mean, uh, he's uh, he, uh, t instead of taking that money, that's what I'm saying, dude. If it was you, if it was me, even if I was this strong boxer. I feel like the enjoyment, yeah. the enjoyment I would get from taking all my cash and flying to, okay, today, to Puerto Rico and being like, all oh right. my gosh. Or like go somewhere else and buy, buy a bunch of shit that they need and just bring your, go and go yourself and just start passing it out to people. Absolutely. And helping it out. I would do something Not like along the lines of that. Funneling it through some collection where you don't know where it's going. Just, you're rich enough. You can just go yourself in some plane and plane that lands on the water and just fly up onto the beach right. and just start giving people, you know, loaves and fishes. And yes, multiply it to three thousand. Right. Twitters. At the underscore podcast. Would you like to slice tonight into the W column, Jonathan? Halter it. <laughs> Please check us out on thepodcastle.podbean.com and all the shows for free on iTunes. Tonight's show is sponsored by Live Web Media. Thank you so much for listening to us. To the gentleman in charge of vomiting and vomiteering with Captain Morgans and Sailor Jerry's at 3 a.m., Jonathan Ashner. To the gentleman in charge of reading up on Mayweather while on the John, Matthew Clark saying thank you for listening and 
Good night, everybody. Disney question. Ooh, Godspeed. When going with little ones for the first time, would you recommend spending more than one day at Magic Kingdom? If so, how many days would you recommend? That's a Facebook question. I recommend three. I recommend one. I'm a and make believe. Pirate ship sailing all to sea. Will you come party with me in my castle? In my castle? In my castle? In my castle? For the freaks and for my magicians Woody clapping, lap dancing technicians Dance parties in the name of Great Britain And American girls who love a Detroit piston Like Dennis Rodman I got a rod, man Oh yeah! A long wong dong and a soft hand And a ping pong, ping schlong Let's all dance From England to Stockholm I'm wearing a cape just like a poncho I got a cutie and I'm making a beat on a booty Like I was up on a root beating up on a bongo I got a bottle of Martinelli's And dumping it all over anybody that's kicking it in the grotto And the neighbors keep tripping. I'm like I'm in a castle. Fuck your condo. Unicorns and wizard sleeves. Amazons and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea. Sailing off the sea. Sailing off the sea. Unicorns and wizard sleeves. Amazons and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea. Will you come party with me in my castle? I'm a partier. You like to wander. I'm a wanderer. Your thighs are the closet to Narnia. Is it cool if I go and get lost in that? I'm the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. Massage my lap. I have a sore bone. Of course, cold on the dance floor. Like an Eskimo's toes in the North Pole with both toes poking out of the two holes in the Eskimo socks. I'm hot like a cauldron from a warlock wearing sweatpants and a sauna. Who's your father? I'm not. I'm motherfucking Raven Bowie. And